Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Ministries on Sunday. Amen. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we're all here, and I hope that you are getting your elements ready, if you have not already done so, for Holy Communion, because we are about to partake of the precious blood and his body that he shed for us on Calvary. Amen. In case you are new. Welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. We are an international Christian, Protestant, non-denominational church based in the love of God. Amen? Amen. And we believe so much in the blood of Jesus that we celebrate his death, burial, and resurrection at the beginning of our services together on Sundays. Amen? Amen. You see, we have an internet church and a local church assembly, and together on Sundays, we come together in the name of the Lord. So, if you haven't thought about your sins recently, now is a good time to think about it. Now is a good time to think about it. Amen. The offering just got prayed for. pray for all the prayer requests in our prayer box here, in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Good sound. Amen. So, you missed all the excitement this morning. On the way to church, two wrecks at the same place on different sides of the interstate. One had two trucks, one had one car. I couldn't figure out how the car got into an accident. But they each had their own state trooper. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. But Pastor got here, by the grace of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. He told me he was going to get me here in time. I said, okay, Holy Spirit. You knew about this before the foundation of the world. Uh, We need a plan. (laughs) We need a plan for this. (laughs) Okay. We need a plan, he said. And I was going to change from one lane to the other. He said, if you stay here, I'll get you there. I said, all right. I stay put. Amen. Amen. See, you're not supposed to follow your own plan. You're supposed to follow his. Got it? 
Okay. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7. Amen. So, as I was saying, if you haven't thought about your sins lately, now is a great time to do that. I thought about mine on yesterday. I spent some serious time thinking about it. And I came to the conclusion that I needed to make some changes and adjustments. And so that's what the Lord and I are going to do. We're going to do the same thing at a different place. We're going to try something different. And so I think it's going to work out better. You know, sometimes you you put up with a situation because it's just too much trouble to try to make a change, so you think. But sometimes that's your indication that you need to go to the Lord and ask for him to pivot you in the right direction. Amen? Amen. And sometimes you just put up with a little too much that ought not to be put up with. You already know that it doesn't agree with you. You already know that. And every time you have another occurrence or reminder that it just doesn't flow with you, you put it off one more time. Well, yesterday, instead of doing what I wanted to do, I just sat there with the Lord, and I decided that I needed to make a change. I needed to do what I was doing a bit differently and in another place. And as I did that, I went to researching and looking for some other places. You know, you know, you kind of get in a rut sometimes. You always go to the same place to do the exact same thing. It's part of your routine. But sometimes you need to switch. You may not, you know, you're so busy doing what you're doing that you really don't give it the attention. You know it's there. It's in the back of your head somewhere. But you're just busy trying to get things done. But I came to the conclusion that way back there I should have made a switch when I didn't make the switch. So I'm making the switch, okay? Amen. Amen. It's not good to get stuck in a rut just because you've always done it this way. You always buy your groceries on Thursday at this particular place, and you've been doing it that way for the past how many years? And, you know, you notice these little things that, you know, and then you bypass it and something else comes and you go, and you just bypass it, and you just keep doing it like that. Well, eventually the Lord kind of helps you out. He helps you come to the place where you can't bypass anymore. He allows it to hit you in such a way, okay, I need to stop trying to make this work for me because it doesn't. I need to make a change. So, pastor's making a change. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. And there's some of you that are doing the exact same thing. How do I know? Because this is one of the ways he shows me what you're doing wrong. I get to experience it. You're doing the same old thing, the same old way. You've always done it, and on and on and on. And he's trying to get your attention that this don't flow with the new you. It doesn't flow with the who you are now. It flows with the who you were back then. 
And so since it doesn't, don't you think you ought to do something about it? So it was a wake-up call. Not that I wasn't aware of the situation. I just didn't do anything about it when I should. It's time for you to repent of your sin, whatever they were. Father, you say when we come to you, bring words with us. So, Lord, I pray for the saints that they have the right words to bring to you concerning their situation. We know that you're waiting to pour out your mercy and forgiveness, and we're going to get to this right now. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, as the children of God, we come before you rejoicing, happy, singing, loving you, praising you, thankful to you. Thank you, Lord, that you redirect us if we'll just sit down and listen. Sometimes we just really just need to sit down, be quiet, and listen. We're too busy to do that sometimes, so we think. But you're a good God. You know how to, how to get our attention. You know how to focus our attention on something you're trying to change. So we want to thank you, Lord. The decision that we made might have been great back then, but it doesn't fit the, the us we are now. You've changed us. We're somebody else now. We're more like you than we've ever been before, and we want to thank you for that. We're not arrogant like we used to be. We're far more humble. We're not haughty like we used to be. We're far more meek now. And we're learning and growing and developing in so many graces, Father, and in all of your wisdom. We used to be absolutely 100% foolish, but we're not that way now. We're looking back at our past mistakes and sins and errors and trespasses, and we're learning. We're growing. We're learning from what we did wrong. So we want to thank you for growth. It's always a great thing to be more like Jesus. It's always wonderful to desire what he desires for us. It's always wonderful to reach up our hands to our Father and say, hey, I'm not where I used to be. Amen. We used to cry over nothing. And now we look back and say, not anymore. I've grown up some. We used to get upset over the smallest thing. But now we're learning to forbear. Now we're learning to be more long-suffering, more tolerant, even of ourselves. We're learning to forbear with ourselves. We see our errors and we see our flaws, but sometimes
sometimes, Lord, we're downright impatient with ourselves. We act like we don't have to grow just like all plants have to grow. You know, on my rose bush, those leaves came out when they got good and ready. So, Lord, help us to be more tolerant and more forbearant with ourselves. You're not asking us to be 100% perfect. You're asking us to allow the perfect one to perfect us. Thank you for that. Thank you for the grace. We were a wreck on our own, but now you're molding us, you're developing us, you're giving us plenty of fertilizer, we're growing under the Son of God. This is the way it ought to be. This is the way it ought to be. So we want to thank you, Father, for being so kind, for being so forgiving, for forgiving all of our sins. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus washing our sins away. We want to thank you that we don't have guilt and condemnation. We have a loving Heavenly Father. Amen? He's happy that we are growing. Amen? He's pleased with the progress we've made. Yes, he knows we haven't got it all together, but in his son, we do have it all together. And that's what really matters. We thank you for this inheritance of love, Father, on Father's Day as we celebrate it. In Jesus' name, amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. Amen. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or are dead. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Thank you. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen for no condemnation of the world. You know, I don't believe it's until our next slide. 
that some people are going to understand the blessing of having Miss Hill. They're not going to get it until they actually see what hell and eternal damnation is. And then they'll understand why over the centuries, ministers and, and saints have tried to convince them, encourage them to come to Jesus, to come to Jesus. You see, this is not the only life that we have. We have a life after we live this life. After we leave and transition through death, we've got another life. The question is, do you want to have the life that God planned for you, or do you want eternal damnation? I highly recommend that you opt out of eternal damnation. That is my strong recommendation to you. I would opt out of that no matter what it took. I remember when I was but, I wasn't even a teenager yet, was I? No, I wasn't. I think I might have been about eight or nine when the late Reverend Abraham, oh, he's gone. He's long gone. He was a real short man. He was shorter than I am. And, and he, you, if the pulpit was, you, heard, you saw his neck and his head. And Abraham C. Chandler Sr., sorry, I didn't finish his name. He preached in the pulpit that Sunday on hell. I'd never heard a sermon on hell before, but I listened. And the longer he preached, the more I knew I didn't want any part of hell at all. So while he was in the midst of preaching to me, I said to the Lord, Lord, I don't want to go to hell. And whatever I have to do, it doesn't matter what you tell me to do. Even if I don't want to do it, I'll do it because I don't want to go. I wasn't 20 when I made that decision. I was about eight or nine. I didn't wait on him to get to the end of the sermon. I said that to the Lord mid-sermon. And I haven't changed my mind since. And I hope that you've made the same declaration of faith and that you don't change your mind either. You see, people don't understand how serious life and death can be until they are facing death. You know, it's awful to have lived your own life the way you wanted to live it, in the flesh, doing whatever you wanted to do. And then suddenly the doctors tell you you're facing death. And you've made no preparation whatsoever for heaven. You, all you can remember is your grandmama used to go to this little church on the wrong side of the tracks. And everybody in the family talked about her behind her back and picked at her because whatever they do with those tambourines in that church. Well, I'm here to tell you about that, grandmother. It's because of her prayers and her commitment to Jesus Christ and his kingdom and her church that you have the opportunity to repent before death because you could have just gone straight into death. Amen. And when whoever it is comes in to tell you, 
have you gotten right with God yet? Guess what? It's your time to jump on the wagon. It's your time to leap onto the old ship of Zion. It's your time to say, okay, enough of this, God. You're going to pull me out of here anyway, and I want to come to be with you. I repent of all of my life I've lived without you. I was wrong. I'm not blaming it on Satan. I'm going to blame it on me. All the bad things I did, I had a part of. There were things other people did to me that was wrong, but I forgive them all right now. And I'm asking you to forgive me and have mercy on me and come live in my heart and be my personal Savior, my deliverer, my God from now on. Because when I take my last breath, I want to come be with you. I don't want anything to do with Satan, his kingdom, or whatever he has to offer. I've had enough of that already. I want to be with you. I want to live for you from now on. With what little life I have left, I want to live for you. I believe he'll hear you. Tell him. Say, I believe you died on Calvary for me. I believe you shed your blood for my sins and the sins of the whole world. And I'm asking you to put some of that blood on me right now. I believe he'll hear you. You said, well, you know, I never got baptized. Well, one of the one of the guys on the cross didn't, didn't make it to baptism either, at least not water baptism. He had a short time to get it right, and he made the right choice. Amen. The other one went to eternal damnation, but not him. He got it straight from the master. Isn't that a way to get saved? Think about it. You messed up all the way to the end. You're on the cross for the purpose of dying. You're in the process of dying. And you look at him and you finally get the point. Isn't mercy great? You look at him dying and you finally get the point. You still had a breath left in your body to say something to him and to hear his response. What a way to get saved. What a way to get saved. No point in, in spending all your time being remorseful about all those years you did it your way instead of his way. Mm-mm. It's time to leave here and go someplace else. It's time to get it right with the Lord. You know, there are people, they like to hold on to their tradition and their religion and what they think and what they think they're supposed to think. But when you come to that point, you need relationships. You need a bona fide relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's got to be a relationship that he is pleased with. Amen? That's no time to tell a lie. That's the time to come clean and tell the truth. That's the time for true confession. Amen? So, if you find yourself in that predicament today, I want to strongly encourage you to humble your little self because part of your problem has been your pride. 
A good part of your problem has been your pride. The other part of your problem has been your rebellion. And you need to repent of both of them. You need to tell the Lord that you are heartily sorry for what you have done because you sinned against him personally. He had to become sin for you just to have this opportunity. He had to die on the cross just for you to be able to say to him, Father, forgive me, I have sinned. Some of you had some idea, maybe from childhood or some exposure, that there was a better way to live, but no, you did it your way. You're falling behind somebody who was falling behind somebody, and all of you were wrong. But the Bible says that the blind lead the blind. They all go into the ditch. And no, there was not a crane sitting there waiting to get you out. So it's not that great people don't make mistakes. Moses murdered somebody. I'm like, wow, God. He said, no, you don't get to do that. I said, okay. (laughs) Okay, I got it. (laughs) I read the book, Grow Up. (laughs) <laughs> no, you can't get away with that. I'm like, okay, I don't get away with nothing, do I? No. <laughs> but you know something? On that day, he's going to say some words to me that are going to bring joy to my heart. And I pray that on the, on that day, he says those words to you too. Amen? Amen. So, Oh, I'm supposed to preach a sermon, aren't I? I forgot about that part. You have to watch me sometimes. I start preaching one sermon. Oh, right. Here we go. Oh, it's Father's Day. I forgot to say too much about that. Well, I'm going to say a little bit right this moment. Father's Day. I have a teeny-weeny gift for you. Here it is. For all the fathers, the grandfathers, the godfathers, the uncles, the brothers, the sons, the men of God, listen to this. We are never defeated unless we give up on God. We are never defeated unless we give up on God. Romans chapter 8 verse 37 tells us, Romans chapter 8, verse 37 tells us, In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen? We are never defeated unless we give up on God. Heavenly Father, we come to serve you with gladness, and we've come before your presence with songs. We know that you are our God. It is you who have made us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made by you. None of us has made ourselves. We are your children. You have adopted us. We are the sheep in your pasture. So we have entered your gates with thanksgiving. We are in your court praising you. We are thankful to you and we bless your name. 
You are good and you are good to us. Your mercy is everlasting. You are our mercy. Father, we thank you that we can rely on you for truth. Father, we seek to know you better. Thank you that as we seek you, we will find you because we are seeking you with all of our hearts. As we draw near to you, Father, you will draw near to us. Father, we thank you that your love for us never fails. You will rejoice as we seek your faith. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So happy Father's Day to all of those who need to be told happy Father's Day. Amen. And if you know someone who maybe they're a widower now, maybe their children live someplace else, no, they're not your dad or your uncle or your brother, not even your cousin. Maybe they just live down the street. Tell them Happy Father's Day. Amen? Amen. You're a vessel of the love of God. Spread the love. Amen. So today, saints, we're going to talk about a subject that we were talking about the last time we were together. This is, you can't call it a sequel. It's not part two, but it's connected. Amen? God rewards. God rewards. God rewards. As we discussed last week, God created us with certain desires, and he made us to become motivated by the rewards that appeal to those desires. He wired us that way, okay? Oh, God's given me, he gave it to everybody else too, dear, okay? We are wired that way. Yet, the desire for rewards should not be our only motivation. Why? Because we should live our lives to give glory to God. We should seek to please him. For your glory, Lord, I will do anything. We sung that to the Lord. Well, we're supposed to mean it. It's not just the song. Amen. God seeks to encourage us to seek him for the righteous fulfillment of such desire. There's a righteous fulfillment of these desires that we have. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. No, it doesn't have anything to do with the coffee that you didn't do this morning. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Amen. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So that means if we plan to be pleasing to the Lord, we have to have faith and do something with it. For he that cometh to God 
must believe that he is. You can't go around like Schwarzenegger saying, I don't believe this and I don't believe that and I don't believe the other. He needs to grow up. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. We are told that God does indeed exist and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. That means, you know how it is, you get in a mess and you want to call on God and if you get me out of this, Lord, this time, you know you heard all that mess. And as soon as he gets you out of it, you go right back to doing what you were doing. That, that doesn't qualify. That's not diligently seeking him. Diligently seeking him is you start and you never stop. There's no break, no interruption, no pause. You're going after God with everything in you. You know there are people who have received outright miracles. I mean miracles from God. Time after time after time after time. And guess what they do after every time? They go right back to doing what they were doing before. That's what we call trampling on the blood of Jesus. That's dangerous territory. That's very dangerous territory. If God does a miracle in your life and it's not enough to pivot you toward him, you're in trouble. Amen? You are in serious trouble. So, without this understanding in our lives, we would be without a truthful view of our God. Our God rewards us. He rewards us. Again, I encourage you to search the scriptures and ask the Lord to open your eyes to the truth about his nature and his ways of motivating his people. Remember, saints, we are supposed to be emptying ourselves of religious ideas that do not agree with the word of God. Our Lord Jesus commands us to do what is in our own best interest, to store up for ourselves treasures in heaven. Yes, you do have a savings account. You do have a portfolio in heaven. You don't have one down here, don't feel bad. There are going to be a lot more people that don't have them in the days to come. Amen. That's not selfishness. No, God expects and commands us to act out of revelational self-interest. Revelational self-interest? Yes. The revelation, number one, that you have been redeemed. The revelation that you are now a child of God. He adopted you. The revelation that you have an inheritance 
through Jesus Christ our Lord and all the other revelations that hinge on those. He expects you to act out of revelational self-interest. You see, all things have passed away. All things became new when you came to Christ. You are a new creature. You're not the old person. So stop going into hysteria. Why can't I do that? Because he gave you a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hysteria doesn't come with that package. Amen? Amen. When we are generous, it is for God's glory, for the good of others, but also for our good. Satan has lied to us, as he usually does. When we choose to do what honors God, we are indeed doing what is best for us. Let me say that again. When we choose to do what honors God, we are indeed doing what is best for us. Selfishness is when we pursue gain at the expense of others. Saints, God has an unlimited number of treasures to distribute. You see, He's not El Chipo. He's El Shaddai. He's not El Chipo. I know we run to the thrift store, but he isn't El Chipo. You look in the Bible at how he treated Abraham, what he allowed Job to have, took it away, and gave him back more than he had before. He's not El Chipo. Amen. That'll sink in. Yes, it will. If you let it, it will. He is not El Chipo. He didn't tell you every time you go to the store, you got to buy the off-brand. He didn't tell you that. That's not in the Bible. And don't you try to pin that on him either. He didn't tell you that. When you store up treasures for yourself in heaven, it does not reduce the treasure treasures which are available to others. And yes, there's going to be plenty for everybody. He's called us to his banqueting table. He didn't say picnic table. He said banqueting table. And yes, he uses the best silverware. Amen. Amen. In truth, you know that means none of that red mix. In truth, <laughs> no, we don't. We're, okay, for those of you who missed the joke, <laughs> we got a pause here for the call. Brother Bill firmly believes in what he calls redneck China. <laughs> redneck China can be found. Not only in your local grocery store, the corner store, the thrift store, and no store at all. Amen? It consists of paper and plastic everything with foam cups. And so is 
I made the comment to everybody about God using the best china and the best silverware. I had to help him understand that what he's been enjoying isn't going to be there. (laughs) No, you won't. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord for elevation. Amen. Okay. When you store up treasures for yourself in heaven, it does not reduce the treasures which are available to others. In truth, it's by serving God and others that we store up heavenly treasures. In the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, everyone gains, no one loses. It is Satan's work to defame, to injure the reputation of God's promises by false and malicious statements. He did this with ease, and he has become far too successful in this with us. God wants us to want these rewards. Satan wants us not to want them. You know, I'm coming for it. You may as well just just empty yourself of it now because you know I'm coming for it. All right? I don't really need that. You know you want it. You've been wanting it for years. I don't really need that because I'm doing just fine with this little thing over here. And you reach for it and the handle falls off. Okay? Now, be honest for a change. Okay, reach up and pull the mask down. There we go. Everybody reach up to up there to your temples now. Grab hold of that thing and pull that mask all the way down. Now throw it in the trash. Amen. Be honest. In your heart of hearts, you know what you really think you want, whatever that may be. See, everybody doesn't want the same thing to begin with, but everybody has something. And you've been saying, oh, I don't have to have that. You know, you think you sound so pious. God doesn't think you sound so pious when you do that. He thinks you're telling a lot. I don't really have to have that because I'll be just fine with with this little thing I have that doesn't hardly work and I have to I have to make it work and I have to turn it this way and hit it with my hip and then turn it to the side to make it work. All right. Now, there is a season in life where you might have to go through that. But that season doesn't last forever. It's a temporary situation, not a permanent one. You know, I know I have to blow up my air mattress every night. Okay? That shouldn't be your permanent destination, okay? Praise the Lord. Amen. Give that to somebody who's sleeping on the floor. Because God has promotion for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> she understands clearly what I'm saying, don't you, Denise? Well, you know how you've been acting, and God's been just sitting there watching you. After I preach the sermon, God wants to prosper us. He wants to bless us. He's determined he's, you, oh, you were just a spirit and a going. 
and you still using that fork to open that thing that you know you shouldn't be using a fork to open. You have to be careful that you don't cut yourself. Okay. Am I getting in your crevice and cranny yet? You know, that's the truth. You know you have this particular thing. You have to take it to get fixed every so often because you're determined to make it work forever. It's never going to wear out. Well, that's not the truth, people. (laughs) (laughs) It's new every morning, remember? Great is his faithfulness. All right. Amen. Praise God. So we were saying that Satan lies to us. He did this with Eve, and we've been letting him get away with it too. And we are wrong just like she was. God wants us to want these rewards. Satan wants us not to want them. So we had to pull that mask down and get rid of it today. Amen? William Wilberforce, through his tireless efforts in Parliament in the early 19th century, finally succeeded in abolishing England's slave trade. He devoted most of his fortune to the cause of Christ. This was his perspective on our God-given desires. Christianity, he says, proposes not to extinguish our natural desires, It promises to bring the desires under just control and direct them to their true object. Christianity puts us on the right path to blessing. The New Testament has much to say about self-denial, but not about self-denial as an end in itself. You see, when we do self-denial, it's purposeful. It's going somewhere. It has a trajectory. It's landing in a perfect place. It's landing in a wealthy place. Amen? Amen. Now that we understand that, we are called to deny ourselves and to take up our cross in order that we may follow Christ. In almost every appeal, a promise is made of eventual reward if we follow on in obedience. So, join me, if you will, at 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. 2 Chronicles. Chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, God said, shall humble themselves. Well, now, that, that's the first obstacle right there. We have to choose to humble ourselves. He's not going to drop a boulder from heaven on us for us to do it. 
It has to, remember the sacrifice had to be a willing sacrifice, a free will sacrifice from our heart. Amen. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. He didn't say complain. He said pray. He didn't say find fault. He said and pray. And seek my faith. He didn't say seek my hands or my wallet. He said and seek my faith. And here's the great part. Turn from their wicked ways. Well, who would have thought that because I didn't do something about that situation that that was a wicked way? But I let him pivot me and turn me from that wicked way. See, we think wicked means I'm coming down the street with my Glock and I'm going to shoot you. No, that's not all. There's plenty we do that's wicked that doesn't fit that category. It's not against natural law, but it's against heavenly law. It violates the law of love. Amen. And turn from their wicked way. Did you notice it's plural ways? Then, okay, here comes the blessing. Then will I hear from heaven? See, he's been waiting to hear the whole time. And will forgive their sins. And will heal their land. Yay! Hallelujah. Okay. So you can't tell me that he doesn't know that we have desires. You can't tell me that he's not motivating us to do the right thing so that he can fulfill the desire. It's real plain and simple here. Amen. Praise the Lord. See, Lord, they got that part. If we have the notion that it's a bad thing to desire our own good and to earnestly hope for the enjoyment of it as something sinful, we have absorbed teachings from groups similar to the Stoics. As this idea is not a part of the Christian faith. God wants to bless you with whatever it is he wants to bless you with. But you don't have that idea really in the forefront of your mind. Why? Because you blocked it out for your own little religion. You heard somebody give you one of those religious phrases. You know, there are plenty of them going around, and I don't want to repeat one of them. You know, I heard this man tell me, and the man didn't have no job. <laughs> he didn't have a, he didn't have a thing. Jesus was close. I went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just prayed for him after I left. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't stay that way. Okay. <laughs> yes, he was born in a manger. But they brought him frankincense, 
Mm-hmm. Myrrh and some gold. Okay. The cows went, wow, look at that. Okay. Yes, he was born in a stable in a manger. But they tracked him down to bring him that gold. Do you understand? His blessings overtook him. Do you get it? You getting the point? All righty. <laughs> okay, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 21. Prove all things. Prove all things. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Hold fast that which is good. You know, I just get this this inclination that God is coming our way and he's going to make us get rid of all of our El Chipo substitutes soon. He started already with the redneck silverware. <laughs> and he's moving right on to the next thing. Thank you. Amen. To our hurt, we have been half-hearted creatures. We have fooled around with drink and sex and ambition and notoriety. Yes, we've also wanted to be famous in some way. And some of us need to empty ourselves of this vanity. Some of us Oh, I was there. It's important that I was there. And the Lord is going, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So if you're one of those persons, I hope your trash can is close by. Yes, we lost precious opportunity when infinite joy is offered to us. We are far too easily pleased with all that glitters, which in truth is not gold. Mm. We must realize once and for all that wanting to fulfill our ultimate desires and seeking the rewards which God offers us is not anti-Christian. All right? What is actually anti-Christian is the self-centeredness that's unconcerned about God, unconcerned about his point of view, unconcerned about our neighbor, and the inordinate preoccupation with the immediate fulfilling of desires that distracts us from finding our highest fulfillment in Christ. I'll do that again. Amen? What is actually anti-Christian is the self-centeredness that's unconcerned about God, unconcerned about his point of view, 
unconcerned about our neighbor and the inordinate, out of God's order, preoccupation with the immediate fulfilling of desires that distracts us from finding our highest fulfillment in Christ. So, the saint who gives life, money, and possessions and position to receive rewards from God, the greatest of which is to hear, well done. In fact, let's go there right quick. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. Amen. Matthew 25, verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Amen. 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 This thing who has so given is one whose deepest thirst will be eternally quenched by our maker and the fulfiller of our desires. Fulfiller of our desires, Psalm 145, verse 16. Psalm 145, verse 16. Psalm 145, verse 16. Amen, amen, amen. Thou openest thine hand and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. Somebody needs to highlight that. Thou openest thine hand and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. Yes, that includes them birds that are getting on your nerves in the neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. They need some food, and their mama hadn't flown back with breakfast yet. Our Lord offers to us the power, possessions, and pleasures of the next world in our true home. In our true home. You know there are people that have always dreamed of this wonderful home on earth. But, you know, I think I'll trade that one in. You remember they used to tell you on that show, door number one or door number two? I'm trading in door number one for door number heaven. There's some things that I've desired that I decided to postpone until I get home where things are perfect. Where <laughs> where never is heard a discouraging word, and the skies are not cloudy all day. Yeah. Amen. You know, there's a life after this one. You know, we get short-sighted sometimes, and we forget 
that once we leave, leave here, it's a whole new program. It's the program we've always hoped and dreamed for. Well, it's real. It's very real. So, so you're an investor. We have some investors in the crowd, I'm sure. Great. Invest in what counts the most. You have a desire to succeed? Fine. Succeed in servanthood, in giving, in prayer, in reaching out to the lost and needy. You have ambition. Good. Make them kingdom ambitions. You have dreams. Wonderful. Trade in your short-term dreams for the eternal dreams of the risen Christ. Joy and rewards unimaginable will be yours. People often say, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But in this case, of the amazing return we can get on investments in God's kingdom, it is truth and no lie. God himself guarantees it. All to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. What a glorious day that will be. Yes, a glorious day. We used to sing a song about that. What a day, glorious day that will be. Amen. It's a part of that. It's a part of the song that talks about when my Savior's face, I will see. Think about that. The one you've loved and fellowshiped with, who has loved you and died for you, you get to look right in his. Oh, yes, yes. That's the day. Amen. Amen. Grasping the truth of God's rewards requires that we think often and accurately about heaven because we're getting closer to it every moment. May we joyously believe and then may we live as if we indeed do believe. Yes. May we live today as people who know God is watching and inviting us to invest all that we are and have into his kingdom. May we live with heaven on our minds, joyfully believing that our God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. That's an important verse. Amen, it's an important verse. It's a very important verse. 
Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. If thou shalt seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Has anybody heard from heaven today? Good. I'm so glad. By the way, I left something for everybody in the chat room. Indulge yourself. Praise the Lord. Now, upon Jesus Christ, We have built our lives, our homes, our marriages, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. You are our shepherd, and we shall not want. For you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man and all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan and his agents and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them, to cling to them for eternity, we bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, surveillance, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, Pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, and all of their attacks. All seducing and womanizing and whoredom spirits and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger and their attacks. All hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. All mystic rituals and their intent. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Hallelujah. 
binding the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons in the name of Jesus, binding all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, and everything coming off the satellite from outer space through the cell towers and through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, even that meter that the electrician, uh, the electric company put up in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind those attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and components. We bind the work of every druid. We over turn and empty all conjurers and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, global cabals, shaman witchcraft, indigenous witchcraft, tribal witchcraft, Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the sender. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind all shape-shifting spirits trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and in hyperactivity in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications and all rituals and sacrifices done on the phases of the moon. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all formations of bullflies and, and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves. And every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Hallelujah. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, Expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. 
We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us in Jesus' name. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to the sender or witchcraft attack through channeling and the satellites against the website and against us in Jesus' name. We send back all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, and vexes in Jesus' name. All Nigerian tribal witchcraft, in Jesus' name, all the Erekisa, that witchcraft of the Chaldeans, amen, in Jesus' name. All Spanish witchcraft, we're breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, Devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, and the Spirit and the Children of Disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab, and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the spirit of pride. We bind the king of pride. We bind Leviathan. With the sword of the spirit, we cut off his seven heads in Jesus' name. <laughs> Rakata, Rikisita, the Bruce, and Edioso, Rakaba, Shore, Rikisa, Bababa, Rukohare, Rakati, Ruku, Rikisa, the Rabareke, Atarabare, Ishana, Rola, Radio Sundra, Breke, Dirio Sula, Radia Sandra Bre, Kisha, Rakaka, Rokotor, Bresata, Ishada, Rakatara, arrogant, or Radio Sub, you're bound in Jesus' name. Arrogance, you're bound in Jesus' name. Haughtiness, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus. Haughtiness, come up and out. I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, and nobody else is going to tell me I'm wrong. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. I'm right. Yes, I'm right. I'm right because I want it my way. You're wrong. You're wrong. Repent in Jesus' name. Come on out. All that haughty spirit, all that I'm right, and everybody else is wrong. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Come on out. Come on out. All of that pride. Generational pride. You're bound in Jesus' name. Generational pride. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Generational rebellion. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cave. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry in the name of Jesus. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal. That's fine. And food and fecal soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rising abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation, descent. We bind Baal, Beelzebub, Belial, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, and all false deities in the name of Jesus. We bind Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in his 72 in the name of Jesus Christ. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls hot and cold spots, and uh, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in the name of Jesus. Come on out from the root. We curse you at the root. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Generational sin, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Generational rebellion, come on out, bound in the name of Jesus. Generational idolatry, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Generational witchcraft, you are bound in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Their bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Come on out. Come out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough from your belly. Take a deep breath and cough from your belly. Take a deep breath and cough from your belly in the name of Jesus. Come out of her right now in Jesus' name. Ruka de la brusha la de Yosur Rakahare. Rike de la brusha la de Yosa Rakaha. Rike de Riburusha la de Yasatra. Rike de Riosuka. Re la de Yosur Rakahara Kisa de Rama. Rike de la Borosa de Rikisa de la Bre. Eh. Or Rakisa de la Bruke de la Braca. Er Rukur la Kahara Kisa Bababababaru la de Yam. Rike de Raba. We undo the work. We undo the work. Of the devil in our lives in the name of Jesus. Cut her free. With the sword of the Spirit, we cut her free from her past. We cut her free from her past. We cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garment, chain, fetter, net, yoke, and snare of the devil. We break every chain. We break every chain. We break every chain and ungodly yoke in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of her in the name of Jesus. Come up and out in Jesus' name. Come up and out. We we cut her free from all the generational ties in Jesus' name. Oh, la 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 la
Father, we ask you to release her from the curse now in Jesus' name. Woo! Come on out. All that slavery. Come on out in Jesus' name. Woo! Hallelujah. All that slavery. Come on out in Jesus' name. Come out of her. You can't stay there. She's not your slave. She's not a slave. And she's not a slave to fear. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. Come out right now. All of it. Every bit. From the root. From the root. From the root. From the root. Hey, hallelujah. Emancipation is here. Emancipation is here. Emancipation is here in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Jesus. The power in your holy name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hey, hallelujah. And by the way, congratulations, Juneteenth, tomorrow for all black persons. Amen. God made you black not to curse you. He made you black because it pleased him. Amen. Woo, fire of God. Fill her to overflowing. Fire of God. Fill her to overflowing. Woo, la la la. Jesus. Woo, la la la. Woo. Woo, la la la. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. Woo, la. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It's a great day in the kingdom, saints. Amen. Where did I leave off? Amen. Amen. Prayer language. It is. That's it. You got it. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We what was I doing, Lord? Oh yeah, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. We have a Father who loves us. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Amen. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. 
Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred us to be bound and leave us now in Jesus' name. Yes, and we forbid our relatives' demons to transfer to us in the name of Jesus. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan and other places. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our means of transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over every object, animal, demon, entity, spirit that comes on the road to cross our path the wrong way. We thank you that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to infiltrate our dreams. We command them to stay away. Our dreams belong to God. Because he talks to us in the night. He talks to us in the night. We ask for giant warrior angels to protect us. As we sleep or nap during the day or night, Father, we thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for linking shields around us. Hallelujah. We thank you for your warring linking angels, your praising angels, but most of all, for your holy presence in our midst. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, all of that stuff that came from the demonic realm. We reject it now in Jesus' name. We reject dullness of mind in Jesus' name. We reject passivity in Jesus' name. We reject witchcraft in Jesus' name. And all the works of witchcraft, all their tactics, all their maneuvers, all their devices, we send them all back. 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 Every attack, every attack must go back. 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 Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. We resist you with the word of God. We resist you in the name of Jesus. We resist you with the word of God. We resist you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We cut and destroy silver cords, ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy and tear down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, and liars in the name of Jesus. We break the power of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers and thoughts, charms, witchcraft, death, psychic warfare, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, mind control, sorcery, magic, voodoo, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, incense and candle burnings, incantations, hoodoo, crystals, tribal rituals, and sins, and all other influences. 
you know, they have these people, they call them influencers now. But our influencer is God the Holy Spirit. We're not hiring anybody else. In Jesus' holy name. We send back all spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and all other demonic powers in Jesus' name. We send back every spirit of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate in the name of Jesus. We destroy every yoke that is there because Jesus didn't put it there. And hallelujah, we thank you, Lord, for the liberty for their souls. We thank you, Lord, that every evil work and evil deed they've been guilty of has been washed away in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We silence the mouth of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you for everything you've done for us. We thank you for all that you're teaching us, all that you're doing for us. Amen? We thank you that no word of God ever returns to you void, but it accomplishes in the thing whereto you sent it. Amen? Rise for the benediction. Amen. Rise for the benediction. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever, And the church said amen. Amen. Releasing upon the saints of God the blood of the everlasting covenant in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, we are thanking you for everything you're doing, all the plans you have for us that you're walking us into. We're giving you praise right now in Jesus' name. We're giving you praise right now in Jesus' name. We're giving you praise. Thanks. Pastor loves you. If you need to, recast. If you need to go tell the Father, I love you. If he's passed away or is no longer in your life, you have a Father who loves you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Amen. God bless you. You died on Calvary.
Some have called.